hello, and hello. <laughs> it is another episode of Around About Midnight. The craziest thing is I've just been so busy working, and besides being work, I've been sick. <sighs> it's just my lot in life, and... um. And I have to deal with what I have to deal with. Everyone has their lot in life. And sickness is one of my personal issues that I deal with. Um, I was diagnosed with a new condition. And um, it is what it is. I had been sick for quite some time. And I finally went to the doctor. was in the hospital for a little while. Well, actually, I went to the ER. I went to see the doctor, and the doctor was like, no, you need to go to the ER right now. And called the ER and told them I was coming, which is really crazy. Um, So I had to go to the ER and uh, ended up being diagnosed with a new issue after doing some blood work and CT scans and all of that. So I have another digestive issue. Um... Which causes me nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. I'm down from 176 pounds in March. I want to say I weighed 176 or 182 or 176, one of those two. I know there's a little bit of a difference there, but it is what it is. Uh, March, I started this job. You know, y'all remember I'm working um, new life. I'm working in the fast food industry. I left the restaurant that I had been working at. A nice cushy job, making me a nice little bit of pocket change. And I came to the fast food industry because this particular restaurant has phenomenal, phenomenal benefits. So I am taking my time and trying to get as much knowledge under my belt that I can and New life is new, <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that. Um, because I'm in the food industry, I end up working with a lot of different people from varying backgrounds, and so this particular podcast goes out to a bunch of the kids that I have met in the last three months, very specifically the kids that I've met in three months. Because today's my last day working with them. I'm moving to a different location. And these kids are in my heart. They're in my heart. I'm committed to their progress. I'm committed to their knowledge. I'm committed to their safety. And I'm invested in them personally. Not just as their supervisor as a manager. Um, I'm grateful that some of them listen to me. Well, most of them listen to me and they do what I ask them to do, but they actually talk to me and they listen to me. So this goes out to all of my kids. Uh, Funny enough, a customer came in the other night and I was saying something because the night crew is different than the day crew. I end up yelling a lot. nighttime and I don't know why there's such a difference because 
they're such good kids, but they don't want to listen. I feel like Cartman on South Park. How do I reach these kids? Um, but what it is, they just have so much fun together. And I am so grateful that I was able to foster a level of commitment to each other as well as to the brand. Um, I'm not going to talk about where I work, but I do work in fast food, which is, again, it's a far cry from working in a regular restaurant. Um, dang, I'm saying um again a lot. I apologize. Uh, the mindset is different. The customers are different. And I just like setting the kids up for success. So they know my personal mantra is setting your team up for success. And so the night crew, I have no doubt are setting each other up for success. Um, they make fun of me. I don't care. Some of them call me mama. And that is, to me, such an honor. But these kids, I, I told the line of wanting to strangle and beat them to just wanting to hug them and keep them safe all of the time. So kudos I'm going to try to name some of them. I'm going to try my best to name them. Um, the last few days we've been talking about this particular podcast because a few of them have decided to follow me, which I take as a very huge honor, extremely huge honor that they are following me. Um, they're following me on IG and they started following my podcast and they're like, Sam, I'm, I'm listening to your podcast. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I... I total line of watching what I say and just continuing to be who I really am. Um, I can't help but be who I am. And if I leave them with anything, I want my legacy to be. I'm honest about who I am and how I am. I'm not perfect. Um, no one is. However, I'm going to be honest and I try to be a woman of integrity and if I can show them that one little sliver of an adult, an older adult, because I'm older than most of their parents, but an older adult who is really trying to live right and do right by people. So at least this momentary leg of their journey, they were able to see someone who had their back. So many of them have threatened to come to my new location. <laughs> and um, I, I welcome it. You know, their parents did such a great job. And I try to explain to them, I have no idea what they're possibly going through. Because... When I was a teenager, when I was a 20-something-year-old, and even a couple of them are 30-year-olds, but I tell them, all of them are younger than my kids. All of them are younger than my godchildren. Well, my godson, my godsons. I have two godsons, Andre and Hoopy. Um, Lamar is my other godson. Um, my goddaughter is um, Lamar's sister, and... My other goddaughter is my niece, Elise. 
So Elise is my youngest godchild, and she turned 20 in April. So <laughs> Andre is getting close to 40. So, you know, but I'm bummed. My, my godson is older than most of the, in fact, all of these kids. Um, Hoopy is over 30, so he's older than most of these kids. And I'm just like, you know, I changed Hoopy's diapers. I, you know, I, I used to carry Hoopy around. That was my baby, baby. Um, <clears throat> these kids are going through so much. They had to do homeschooling. They had to be in a pandemic the last two years. It has been trying you know, some of them have had to go through their prom, their graduation, and locked up. It's crazy. And then they're also dealing with sexuality issues, and they're dealing with peer pressure in a different way. When I was younger, and I feel like, a, like my parents' age or something, but when I was younger... We didn't have a daggone camera on every corner. We knew where the, the, the red light cameras were because there were so few of them. If someone was going to record you, they had a big old camcorder, and then camcorders became handheld when I was younger. <laughs> so we didn't have someone watching you every second of every day because the satellites were not the same as they are. Technology is vastly different from when I was younger, doing the stupid things that I did and trust. I did some stupid stuff. <laughs> Just look at my friends. Um, <laughs> we did some stupid stuff. We were shenanigans central. But The pressure was different. So when I talk to these kids and I love on these kids and I hold these kids and hug them, because, yeah, I, I hug them. And I hug them because they hug me. And if a child reaches to embrace you, what I've learned, <laughs> sounding like my parents um, and my grandmother, when a child reaches to hug you and to embrace you, as an adult, you really need to hug that child back. Because if a child reaches to embrace you, they need that embrace. So as a supervisor, yeah, I don't condone personal contact and invading personal space. However, as an adult who has been mentoring children since I was 14 years old, and I was 14 years old close to 40 years ago, so <laughs> guess what? That kid needs it. You have no idea what these kids are going through. These kids have been locked up with their abusers. These kids have been locked up with their drug dealers. These kids have been locked up all during this pandemic, dealing with all kinds of stuff. 
and to give these kids a respite, to give them sanctuary is okay. It really is. Yes, you told the line, but you have to learn how to toe the line. So these last three months, while I've been working in this particular fast food chain um, as a manager, I've towed the line because I've given these kids sanctuary. I've yelled at them. I've given them counsel. I'm going to always be who I am. Y'all excuse my daggone loud refrigerator. I don't know what's going on with it, but I refuse to buy a new one until it conks out. Anywho, so I've been, I have been training as a general manager for this particular fast food chain. Um, I'm an assistant manager and I took a step down from being a general manager to being an assistant manager when I was hired. Uh, I was a manager at the restaurant that I was working at, and um, I've been a manager for many years. I've had my ups and downs in these last three months. Shout out to Danielle. Basically hired me on the spot. Uh, It took me a month. Oh, I have to sneeze. Okay, no, I don't. No, yeah, I do. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, <laughs> I think I also have a daggone sinus infection because my head is pounding. Anyway, shout out to Danielle, who is phenomenal. Phenomenal. And she's a phenomenal woman, phenomenal trainer, phenomenal manager, and she quit. And I absolutely understand why. But my hat goes off to her for being so willing. She and her husband, Jason, um, just being willing to step out and do something different than what they're used to. But the willingness to put her family first, because that's what she did since she had been made to have her family take the back seat. I, ma'am, my hat goes off to you. And she was a model GM. And she's severely missed. Her presence is missed. Her inspiration is missed. Ma'am, we miss you. And we've been trying to make you proud in how we act and react with one another. Um, I was thinking about all of my kids and these young people have become my kids in three months because I worked a lot of hours with them. In three months I've worked so much. It's ridiculous. Um, At one point I was working the same hours that I did at the restaurant But then I exceeded those hours, and I've just been working so, so much. So I come home, and I'm very, very tired, and I get up, and I do the whole thing again. And besides being sick, and again, right now, I I know when I have a daggone sinus infection. So right now, it's not coming out my nose, Um, and I'm just sitting here, 
So there's no reason that it wants to go on its own thing, but that's why it's I have stopped coming out my nose because I have a sinus infection. I, it still feels like it's at the beginning of it. So I'm tired and my head hurts and my stomach hurts. Um, I started saying I'm down from, I can't remember if I was 176 or 182 pounds in March, but I weighed myself the other day and I'm down to 150 pounds, which is not healthy, but it is what it is right now. All of my pants are falling down. Down, I had to get a belt because I just don't eat and I don't feel like eating and with this new ailment when I eat sometimes I'm sick and that weighs on me what does I when I have an appetite I have to eat um but sometimes I just don't nevertheless um I've already been blabbering for 18 minutes, and I have to put a shirt on, put a belt on, and go to work. So, <laughs> I'm going to shout out all of my kids um, in thinking about them, in praying over them. I've mentioned their names by I've mentioned their names in my prayers. I've prayed over them. They have no idea. <laughs> But I, I pray for them, and I pray for them because you really just don't know. I think about what I've been through. Sexual assault is running rampant. I think about what my friends have gone through. I think about statistics. And... Um, so one of the statistics I'm, I'm keenly aware of is about one in every six women, women, excuse me, one in every six women has been raped and sexually assaulted. So if I'm standing with a group of women... one out of every six if we and I can tell you there have been times eight of us are standing around together so it's at least one person in that group has been raped and that's statistics I know what has been done to me I'm not going to talk about everything that's been done to me I definitely don't look like what I've been through. But if I remove myself and I'm the one looking at six young ladies, 12 young ladies, I look at my list, 24 young ladies, and then the statistic for the young men one in 33 one in 33 men have experienced an attempted or completed rape as a child or an adult 
I know what's been done to some of the kids I know. And those are the ones I know about. I just want to protect them. I want to keep them safe. My heart breaks. Because as a supervisor, we need to recognize working with young people, their parents trust that someone is keeping their child safe. And I know some of my kids, they don't have good relationships with their parents. But they come to work. And we're expecting them to do a damn good job. Just like I worked in corporate America. You know, I I worked for one particular company for 11 years. 11 years. And working for that company, those people, I saw them more than I saw my family. I saw them more than I saw the man that I was dealing with. So they became my family. They saw me when I was hurting. They saw me when I was broken. They saw me when I was experiencing all kinds of anxieties and tragedies. And they took care of me. Some of them, of course, just don't care. But the ones that took care of me are the ones that I still talk to. I've been out of that company. My my department was laid off in 2017. So here it is, 2022. I still talk to them. I met these people in 2006. I still talk to them. Rachel, I love you. Um, <laughs> Tuan, hey, we get we go through our ups and downs, but I still talk to them because those are the people who took care of me. I took care of them, but they took care of me. So that is the kind of environment I try to foster. I talk to these kids and I let them know what teamwork is supposed to look like. And again, they make fun of me. I really don't care because I'm just here to plant a seed. I want to set them up for success. I want to set them up for success in life. Everyone's not going to be like me. Everyone's not going to care. I care about them. Because one of the things that I learned on my long journey was in old Adage, people don't care what you know until they know that you care. So I let them know I care about them. I asked them, (laughs) shout out to Jade, hey Jade, what did you learn in school today? (laughs) And they would get so offended, because it's like, why is she asking me what I learned in school? Because I want to know that you were paying attention. I also don't know what you're going home to. So Jade is one of my favorites, because Jade would roll her eyes and look at me. What did you learn in school today? School, of course, is out and has been out for a few weeks. But I want to make sure. Jonah, what did you learn in school today? Jonah's one of my problem children. I love Jonah. And I believe if I had a son, I would want a son like Jonah. 
a son that I want to shake Jonah. I just Jonah is so much taller than me, but I just want to shake him. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, Jonah, watch your language. Watch your language. Um some of them call me Mama Sam, some of them call me Sam, some of them call me Miss Sam. It just doesn't bother me. It just doesn't. I want to hug on them, like my Casey, who when I told I was leaving, looked shocked and was actually upset. Kamira, who's already gone, She's been gone for just over a month. But I miss that girl. I really do. I wish I wish her much love and success. I want to talk about Nia, Whitney, newer kids. They're they're my new kids. I have to check on Whitney. Whitney works two full-time, two full-time jobs. And I'm not mad at her. She's hustling. Nia, I want to know what's behind those eyes. Those guarded eyes. But I see you, girl. I see you. I see all of my kids. Some of them, I've, I've told my nieces, Victoria and Elise, um specifically, that I'm learning, being around these kids, I'm I'm learning stuff, because in my day, (laughs) we didn't have the sexual fluidity, and the non-gender biased, and non-gender conforming of today, so I'm learning, I'm learning. I'm learning new things, and especially because this is Pride Month, I'm I'm sending a shout-out. Happy Pride Month to all my kids and my adults. You know, I love the adults. But to these kids who are non-gender conforming, I'm learning about it. I definitely have to do a podcast with my sister, you know, Dr. Sis, um, because... I don't understand. And so one of the kids said to me, I, I said to them, one one child, I, I'm not going to um, give that name, but I said to them, because that's how they um, identify, and that is he, her, sh- him, what is it? He? Him or she, her. They identify as them. And so I asked them. I said, you know, I don't want to be offensive. I really am old. Y'all talk to me and say, oh, you're not old. No, I really am. (laughs) But I don't understand if you identify as them. Where's the rest of y'all, number one? And they laughed at me. And I said, no, I'm I'm not trying to be offensive. I just, I don't understand. Where's the rest of y'all? 
And I still have that question. But they um, they laughed at me and they said they would take their time with me. We had one person who identifies. She, they, He is gender-specific, a young woman, but identifies as he, him. And every once in a while, I slip up and say she or her. And I go to him and I apologize. And I say, please forgive me because I forget in my haste of speaking. I never want to offend and he always accepts my apology and assures me that it's not as serious as I'm taking it. But for me, it is serious because these are my kids. And I want my kids to understand they have a safe space. And speaking to me and talking to me as a person and talking to me as an adult and talking to me as a supervisor, I want to make them understand there is a safe space created and so I never want to offend them due to my closed-mindedness. So I try not to be so closed-minded. But it's still a learning experience for me. Um, so these, these are the things that I'm going through dealing with young people. These kids are 20-something years old and younger. The youngest one is six. Jonah already turned 17. Jonah's not the youngest anymore. Um, some of my kids who left, who I, I really wish I had contact with, Kiki. Kiki, if you're out there, I think about you all of the time because you are a firecracker. You are amazing, an amazing young woman. Quick mouth, you're going to learn how to reel that in, hopefully. But... You are such a hard worker. You are such a hard worker and passionate about what you do. Cameron, um, I really hope and pray the best for you, young man. You went through some stuff just while you were working with me. And I, I really pray that God continues to cover you and keep you. Um, I really need you to stay safe. I really do. Nikea who left our little location and went to a whole different location. Oh, you know what? I was at your location yesterday. I had to go over there to get uh, something that we didn't have. So that's really funny. But you were not at work yesterday. But I was sure enough at your location. Nevertheless, Cassidy, who's been gone for a couple of months now, Nikea, Kiki, Cameron, they've been gone for a few months. And I worry about y'all. I think about you. I pray that you're safe. I pray that you're safe. Uh, some of my newer kids, Mateus. I don't even know what to say. You are such a happy young man. Oh my gosh, 
it's amazing to me. I need you to hurry up and do what you do for work. <laughs> but the fact that you just, you smile and you wave and it's childlike innocence. And it really, as a person, it makes me glad. And I, I'm grateful when someone, when a customer acknowledges it. Because working in the fast food industry is difficult. Working in the fast food industry during a pandemic is horrific. Because there's such a level of entitlement to people. They don't recognize what you might be going through. And you come to work every day and people say such horrific things. Oh, if they don't like where they're working, they need to get another job. Um, do you realize how much fast food pays? Do you? It's not about getting another job. It's about trying to make it work where I'm at. And these kids, they, they show up. They show up. And they don't have to. They choose to. Yes, they like the money. But they're trying to do different things and be productive citizens, honestly. And you give them so much crap. Don't you think they have enough crap? Just for one second, don't you think? Just with the goings-on in the world. Another kid I miss is Austin. Oh my gosh, Austin. I, girl, I miss you. That's all I'm going to say about that. You're an amazing, amazing young lady. I hope and pray everything's well with you. Tag, I miss you, Tag. Oh my gosh, you're such a funny person. And I hope and pray the best for you. Sadie, my Sadie, child, put some long shorts on. <laughs> but I'm so proud of you, my Sadie. Oh, my gosh. Sadie was the first one who started calling me mama. <laughs> and she started, she started a trend. And um, so if I mention Sadie, of course, I have to mention Megan. My Megan, who when I told I was leaving, thought I was kidding. <laughs> said, You're not kidding? Said, no, Megan, I'm really not going to be here. And my heart burst with pride because these kids got upset when I told them I was leaving. I didn't know I had such an impact, but it it's such an honor to be around them, to get some of their vibrance, to get some of their energy, the positivity. I'm getting their energy. They're, hu they're hugging me and I'm letting them. Why? Because I need it. I need the love. I'm not a miserable person. 
I'm filled with joy. And they all know I'm a Christian. Some days when we have customers like old Billy, I'm not going to say that last name, but old Billy, let me let you know. Sir, karma is real. And you are a miserable person. It's going to come knocking on your door one day. And you're going to remember. Oh, yeah, hell, maybe you won't. But karma's definitely going to come knocking on your door. I suspect, though, karma already has come knocking on your door. And that's why you act the way you act. My Jeremy, I'm sending you hugs. And I truly am going to miss you. You're my Boba Tea compatriot. <laughs> you're not as young as the younger kids, but you're not older. It, I'll miss you. You do not owe me Boba Tea. You just don't. I told you that. If you come in here today with some Boba Tea, I'm going to pinch you. Sarah Kate, one of my new kids. You have such vibrance. And I see you doing great things. Mary, one of my brand, brand, brand spanking new kids. Mary's only been there for a couple of days, literally. I believe in you. All of y'all, I, I believe in you. I'm invested in you. I'm going to keep checking on you. I have my ways. For me to come to that location is so far out of my way. But trust me, I'm going to check on you. I am. Because I am invested in you. Evan, you've been gone for a while. And you owe me your test scores. I'm going to find out how you did on that test. I'm invested in knowing how you did on that test, Evan. Um, <laughs> some of my problem kids, Victoria, you make my head hurt. <laughs> you make my head hurt, John. You make my head hurt. I already talked about Jonah. Oh, my gosh. John, Victoria, Grayson. Y'all make my head hurt. Even Alex, you make my head hurt. <laughs> But I believe in you. I do. I do. I promise I do. I need you all to be okay, though. Bennett is one of my newer kids. Bennett, you make my head hurt. <laughs> None of y'all focus. I need you to focus. Work-wise, I need you to focus. I need you to be as great as I know you are. And that's why y'all make my head hurt. Oliver. Oliver and Mary are my brand spanking new kids. I just got Oliver and Mary a couple of days ago. And I told them, I said, okay, y'all are my kids now, no problem. And they just accepted it. They went with it. I loved it. And... Even them, when I said, hey, you only had me for a couple of days. But wait a minute. 
we just met you. And it's, oh my gosh, I feel, I'm so grateful. I'm honored, honored. My blue, who quit, but whose birthday is around mine. So I see a lot of myself in blue. I want you, you are a firecracker for real. Girl, you're going to do great things, and I'm going to be watching. Um, who else? Who else? Oh, Jenny. Oh, my Jenny, who's quiet and reserved and shy. And all I do is yell at Jenny. Come on, Jenny. <laughs> and she's just like, okay. <laughs> Jenny, you're going to be fine. Did I talk about Nia? I think I mentioned Nia. I did mention Nia because I I wonder what's behind those eyes. I wonder what's behind the reservation. But I see you. I see you. Just like I see each one of you. Rebecca, I need you to not work so many hours. I said it to you the other day and I'm saying it publicly. Money is great. I love me some money. But I love life too. When I was you guys' age, I started traveling. I started getting out from under my parents. Even though I always went back. I started doing new things, trying new things. I want you all to step out on faith and be great. Because you are great. You have greatness in you. I see it. I tell you about it. I want you to remember that it's there. Sean, I need you to focus. <laughs> Fix your glasses. Oh my gosh. Ah, you made me scream when I looked at your glasses. Oh, are you kidding me? I need you to get those glasses fixed today, but I know you're getting your glasses, your, your new glasses in a couple of days, but man, those glasses. <laughs> but I believe in you, Sean. And my new Cam, oh, Cameron, I miss you. Oh my goodness. I miss you, Cam. I miss you. I told you that when I saw you yesterday, you're working on a different shift. I've been on the night shift mainly and you've been on the morning shift so we miss you on the night shift the night shift kids and the morning shift excuse me the night shift kids and the opening kids are totally different I treat them differently because they're different it's an easy transition to work in the daytime and y'all excuse me because I did say my nose is running it's an easy transition to work from the daytime uh, to the nighttime. However, there's an absolutely, completely different vibe. I never have to raise my voice during the day. I also don't have the energy to raise my voice during the day because I'm not a morning person. Right now, I want to go back to bed. It's 8 o'clock in the morning, and I'm tired. I'm not a morning person. 
I'm going to get ready to leave my house so I can be to work on time. However, I'm tired as all hell. I'll wake up around 2 o'clock and I'll be wide awake. But um, these day shift kids are built differently and Cameron switched from night to day. And we miss you. We miss you. Um, let's see. Ashley. Ash, I need you to be all right, baby. I need you to believe in yourself the way I believe in you. I wish you could see what I saw and what I see when I look at you. So I need you to begin seeing yourself because I see you. These are my kids. I see all of you. Marin, my sweetie Marin, when I tell you this is the sweetest kid, oh my gosh. Marin, you are just a sweetheart to me. And um, I can talk about having favorites, but they're all my favorites. I usually tell them, I don't like none of y'all. <laughs> I've said it to my nieces, I don't like y'all, but I love y'all. And I do like you. I do. I do. And I turn around and tell them, I am all the way kidding. I need you to know I like you. I need you to know what a wonderful person you are. One of my other problem kids, Mike. Oh my gosh, Mike, I just want to shake you. We're going to learn some stuff today. I, I need to empower all of you all. That has been my mission. Empowering you all. Before I leave, Elvia, I just met you, but you are the bomb. Antonio, you came in the other day, even though you're gone to do, you know, you're you're going on to do great things. I need you to be safe, Antonio. I just need you to be safe. But we miss you, and we showed you the other day when you came in. So I, I really hope you understand what an impact you made on our lives. Um, let's see, let's see. I had to write all of these names down just to make sure that I don't miss anyone. Um, and I know I'm still missing people. Uh, Amy, you're a ninja. <laughs> te amo, Amy, te amo. And Mateus, uh, I was going to say something to you in Spanish. But I just... You already know. I've already said what I needed to say to you, Mateus. But Amy, te amo. Te amo, Amy. I miss you already. Um, Chris. Ooh, Chris. I believe in you. I believe in you. And while you and Amira go on to do different things, I pray that you have each other's back. <laughs> and that's where I'm going to leave that. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. SK, you're going to be okay. You're going to. I need you to not be so pushy. And sometimes just listen and watch what's going on around you. Excuse me. Oops, sneezing on the truth. Amen. (laughs) 
And I'm going to leave you with that adage that I said earlier. People don't care what you know until they know how much you care. So I need you to learn that, darling. Um, Brody. <laughs> hey, Brody. I'm going to use that nickname. <laughs> I hope I see you today, ma'am. You're so funny, and I definitely am going to miss your wit. Um, and I think the only person that I left off, oh, Alyssa, my Alyssa, my Alyssa, I wish that I could get my location now. Because when I say I would handpick some of y'all to come work with me, y'all are amazing. Amazing is the word. You're phenomenal as workers, as people. I believe in you. I see you. There have been so many nights and days that I say, hey, you okay? Hey, you okay? Because I see you. You can't hide. I am a master hider. So I know how to see people. I see in the darkest of corners. Sometimes I'll say something. Sometimes I won't. That's the mama in me. And you all became my kids. You all became my kids. And just like the other night, I said something. And the man said, these are your kids. And I was standing next to Jonah. And I said, yeah. These are all my kids. And I looked at Jonah and I said, doesn't he look just like me? Actually, he looks like his father. And Jonah cracked up and the man cracked up. Because, of course, I'm short and dark-skinned Jonah's tall and white, blonde hair, blue eyes. That's my baby. <laughs> Jonah's my baby. I had to pinch him yesterday. So, Jonah's mama, I pinched your child. <laughs> Jonah... Jonah, watch your mouth. Oh my gosh, Jonah. Um, anyway, so I have to go to work. But this whole podcast came about because I had a conversation. Oh my gosh, I miss uh, Maje. Maje, I missed you. I'm so sorry. I wrote her name down. And I missed it. Maje, I apologize. I don't, trust me, blame it on my head and not my heart. Because you're one of the kids who said, wait a minute, I just met you. You're leaving. <laughs> Ma'am, you're going to be fine. I need you to tie that hair back. <laughs> I need y'all to make sure that you're washing and sanitizing your hands. <laughs> Sanitizing our work surfaces. Don't forget, it's not just food safety. We're trying to keep each other safe. But really quickly, this whole podcast came about because of two of my babies. Oh, wait, before I go there, I have to shout out Steve and Sharenia. Y'all are two fools, but I absolutely adore you. 
this is not goodbye. This is see you later, especially since we're, Jereni and I are going to have a date soon. Get on my nerves. You bother me. But you have enriched my life these last few months. And I thank you. Thank you for taking me to get something, <laughs> something to eat yesterday. <laughs> if y'all knew how much my nose is running right now, it's ridiculous. But anyway, this whole podcast came about because I told these two fools that I was going to talk about them on my podcast. And they said, you have a podcast? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I'm going to listen. And subsequently talk to each other and their other coworkers about my podcast. So I have all these kids listening to my podcast now and following my podcast and supporting me. And I feel so seen and I feel so loved just because all of these kids who are my kids, they're my kids, said, I'm going to follow you. They make my head hurt. (laughs) But they fill my heart with joy and love and definitely fill my life with laughter. You all have blessed me. But Mitchell and Esme, there's your name drop, y'all. Did you catch it? Did you catch it? I'm going to say it again. Mitchell and Esme, you two fools. (laughs) I adore you. I adore you. Even though you tried to hold me captive and forced me and did force me, forced me to listen to Taylor Swift. Young lady is very talented. I still only like one song. I don't care. I don't care. Hear me again. I don't care. <laughs> Y'all can keep it. <laughs> but Mitchell and Esme trying to convert me into being a Swifty. Yeah, no, that ain't gonna work. <laughs> I adore you both. I am so grateful for the laughter of all of these children. You teach me. You enlighten me. But you definitely keep me on my toes and have enriched my life these last three months. And I pray that my God, because you all know I'm a Christian, I pray that my God will continue to cover you and keep you each, keep his hand over you because you're such great people. Absolutely, phenomenally great people who I know, I know each one of you is headed for great things. And I'm honored that you allowed me to drop into your life and hopefully make a difference to set you up for success. (laughs) I don't care that y'all make fun of me. I just don't. I hope that I dropped just a little bit of knowledge your way. And I, I pray that you'll remember some of the lessons that I taught 
And you'll begin to set your teams up for success everywhere you go in life. You make sure that you're set up for success, but you turn around and you set someone else up for success. Because everyone has different opportunities. We all look different. None of us look alike. But you're my kids forever. I love you. I'll speak to you soon. I'll be in touch. And on that note, I'm going to get ready to go to work. But shouting out all of my kids, I need you to listen to the lyrics of a really great song that I listened to. I learned this song with one of my other kids from New York, Corey, who is my nephew, and I love him dearly. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm wiping my nose. So, I stay out too late, got nothing in my brain. That's what people say. Mm-hmm, that's what people say. Mm-hmm, I go on too many dates, but I can't make them stay. At least, that's what people say. Mm-hmm. That's what people say, mm-hmm. but I keep cruising, can't stop, won't stop moving. It's like I got this music in my mind saying, it's going to be all right. Esme and Mitchell, I see you right now smiling, listening to this, because the play is going to play, 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 and the haters are going to hate, 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 hate. Baby, I'm just going to shake, 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 shake. I shake it off. I shake it off. <laughs> and I like this song. I actually love this song because the message in it, the message in it just shake it off. People are going to talk about you, say whatever the hell they want to say about you. That cannot change you. You cannot allow it to dictate who you become. I need you to look in the mirror and see your greatness. I sat here and named each one of you. If I forgot someone, I need you to please forgive my head. But my heart is all there. My heart is in it. Let people say what they want to say about you. You keep being the best you that you could possibly be. I love you. I love you all. See you later for now. That's all. God bless you. Good night.